Hey everyone, this is Dr. D from 96B4U Media. Today's series, this series in particular, we're going to talk about the women of healing in the history. Um, how I basically got started <clears throat> in healing and information when I was quite young. I was reading a book by uh, Diane Steen. And she put women or healers, women work, and she did a lot of things. She was the one that brought Reiki out, was teaching Reiki in Florida at the time. And she was teaching nurses and so forth and gave an explanation about Reiki, where it came from, well, at least for me in history, of how we as women could do it. And I like the history about Reiki. Reiki came into the mainland uh, from, I forgot the lady's name, in Hawaii. And she was sick in Hawaii and went to Japan because she was sick and had an ailment and wanted to get better. And this gentleman was treating her with Reiki uh, and she wanted to learn that treatment. And the person that taught the treatment basically wanted to use his hands went up was a minister or a monk or as we call a holy person wanted to be able to talk to God and then he was under a tree fell asleep and these symbols and the information was downloaded into him for him to come back and be able to use on his clients and he just happened to get this uh, Japanese woman origin from Hawaii and needed to be treated there and she didn't have long to live so he taught her the treatment back then she taught it in Hawaii and spread it around and it was really hard back then to get to these levels of Reiki 1, Reiki 2 and Reiki Master or Reiki 3 if you if you will so that is a little bit about Reiki <clears throat> if you didn't know. So with that being said, it passed on and people thought by getting Reiki that this was the great hole. She would even tell you some of the stories of receiving clients where they throw money at her, they get Reiki one, two, and three all in one shot and you're, she would activate you. And she would tell you stories about people throwing it but not using Reiki or getting together or what they would do is the uh, echelon had Reiki, would use Reiki, but just only use it on the echelon, on their family and friends, but they were not really going into community like she was. It was something to have. It was posh to have Reiki and to be able to do the work. So that, you know, with being said, just, you know, some little bit history about that and why we as women, when we do the healing work, and information, uh, basically, it's been downplayed, uh, as she was telling it, in the patriarchal uh, sense of the word. <coughs> so they were, patriarchs didn't want this energy, this healing. Uh, how men treat patients and how women 
treat patients it's totally or clients or view other women or illness and another woman is totally different than a man when he views as a woman so <clears throat> let, let's begin um let's begin with some you know basic information that i have highlighted that i really <clears throat> like to touch on <clears throat> so there is um the goddess in all of us that we are women the goddess <clears throat> which is reflecting the earth which the earth for me is a goddess and it's a living thing and it brings life forth just like we as women we bring life forth we are forthright energy frequency alive being and because of that i'm not saying men are not alive they are alive but they have a different type of energy and like i said we're going to get more into it the more that <clears throat> I put my notes, what I wanted to talk talk about. So that one, I wanted you to know about that and uh, basically how the goddess temples was set up and what they did. And they had the gemstones for healing and their hands for healing and the sounds for healing. And what I learned from her that we are women are a natural biofeedback. We there are such things as um rife machines, there's such things as uh, what was that? I can't think of it. If I wanted the Schoolio machine, uh, it's another machine. There is so many different out there biofeedback that are out there that can be used, but when we really get into ourselves and really understand that we are the healers, we have this um, energy about us that we put out a hue. This is the reason I actually chose this filter of having this energy so you can see the vibe and actually get to, into it and feel it, <laughs> if you will. So always... Think about that <clears throat> and how it began. My favorite thing is um, it's not um, healing as in her words is not just one function, but it complicates it complements different ways of healing when you're doing healing. Um, People think healing is new age. People think it's just metaphysical. And that was their excuse for basically not doing it. Thought it was witchcraft. Thought it was like uh, worshiping devils and rocks and plants and different things that, you know, or cursed or something that was not a positive thing that women. So some women were actually hung and thought as witches because of the craft of them learning the thing. Um, and the thing is that because the earth is trillions and trillion years of old, uh, they produce things and energies like rocks for you to use, stones, gemstones, whatever you want to call them for healing. Um, that's we also have crystals within ourselves, and we are also crystal beings if you think about it. So with that being said, um, 
the goddess or divine source, whoever you believe in. I believe in the goddess. I believe I'm the God. So with that being said, let me explain. Uh, you can channel um, for healing. You can use herbs on someone um, that is in need. Um, <clears throat> and the healing is three parts. Union. A mutual agreement between the healer and the person or the animal receiving the healing. And the, the divine source. Gemstones, crystals help to transmit that energy of the goddess energy of the god of, you know, through the healer. And that energy is used to go through the body. <clears throat> this is nothing new has been done as old as time. Shaman, medicine man, medicine, woman, uh, midwife, uh, sorceress, wizard, uh, trying to think of like all these different names that we have. They had things and the purpose of healing. Midwives were really healers. They were, medicine women were really healers, not only of the body, but of the earth and as a group and as in a culture, if you know anything about it. Because they would go and look at the land and be able to predict and tell you what's going on in the land, what the earth was needing, how to feed the earth. They were showing rituals to a group of people in their village, whatever. They were the ones that went to and, you know, people went to to get a more fertile, a best time to plant because they didn't have the almanac back then. So you had to be able to read nature. You had to be able to read the sky. You had to be able to read the winds. And different winds mean different things. Trees sway in different ways. Flowers blossoming, doing different things, pollinating. Sometimes flowers pollinate early. What does that mean? Uh, the best time to go hunting. The best time to have a woman circle. Best time for the men to get together and gather and do ceremony like men do. So these are parts that medicine women have played a part in, and they were always assistant in when new life came in. They were always assistants when a woman was getting married. They were always assistant in when a woman uh, came into being a young woman. So these are the things that a medicine woman does. They had a hut. There is certain protocol that was done as a woman, as a healer, and you had going on for this to work in the circle and a positive. So you would have fertile land, so you would be able to go out and hunt. Um, you know, you can go out and make sure the food was being cooked, or you make sure the clothes were being done, uh, the teepees and the huts and the homes and the mud and these are things of making a home and making things uh, a collective in a community coming together. This is why it's you know important to find your tribe, your community. These are things because when you build up this energy and you get together <clears throat> as a collective and work on what you want together, it's building. It's building a foundation, but building more on top of that for the future generations to go on which you have taught them for them to teach on so it's not dying out so a craft uh, you know so it's not dying out and 
it's gone and you won't know what to do. So to me, it's very important for us to come together and gather together and talk as, as women, as healers. And also the men allow that place of speech of women coming together and gathering and getting information. Uh, you know, what is your thoughts about that? So <clears throat> let's talk about a lot more stuff. So let's really get into it. Let me look at my notes. Like I said, I got this down. Um, like I said, if you really want to get the book, um, the book is the women, the, the book, the women's book of healing, um, by Diane Steen. Um, Diane Steen also has the, a workbook on Reiki and it's a Reiki book of learning the symbols and information. She tells you how to do different things. She really wants you to work with your mind and your emotions your and your spirit. And that's not a lot of things that we talk about. The human energy, the human energy is, you know, very diverse. It, um, <clears throat> let's talk about that, you know, the first bodies and their uh, chakras, only the basic four bodies will be, you know, will be talked about during these sessions. And as we get on, and if you're really interested, we'll really work on it. Uh, surrounding a woman's body, it's very dense energy, and that is unseen to the body. That's your aura. Now, the aura would somewhat look like this around someone, and they have different colors. So different colors represent different things. You might see green, you might see yellow, you might see orange, you might see blue, you might see black, you might see white, you might see gold, you might see magenta. These colors have different significance to what's going on with the person where their aura is out. So in some people, aura is so light and so, you know, like so bright that it's, it's, um, attracting and sometimes detracting some people's auras, you know, so these are important for you to be able to know. And the physical body is basically what we call another word for the physical body is the ether body. And when you're getting sick, the health begins in the ether you know, the ether body, like not, not like here outside is the ether, but it's a, it's layers like, you know, layers, layers, layers of your body. This is the physical body. Yes. But you also have another, the ether body. So let's talk about, uh, the next layer is the emotions. Uh, the other layers are your aura and there is the lower aura low and then it's the high aura I mean, these are very important for you to know the <clears throat> I hope you're understanding the spiritual body has three auras three three auras the lower the middle and higher women 
our souls, our connection with the universe, the goddess. That's why you're not just connected. You're connected to everybody, but you're. that's why you're connected to the universe. That's why you talk to the goddess. Okay, that's very important for women to understand. It's composed of four energies, the woman's aura, four energies. So you see the three and four. So is the physical, ether, emotional, mental, and spiritual, which in total gives you seven layers or levels. And then there's a silver cord of life energy that is connected to the unseen bodies. You know that cord we always talk about if you're able and you're traveling out of your body, you can actually see it floating on top. You know, stuff like that. That's very important. Okay. Using the unseen bodies for healing. A woman holds a stone in her hands. She's opening up its energy. She uses that stone and her power of emotion in her mind. And the motions, mental, unseen bodies to relax herself into sleep. Okay, this is called medicine. The medicine that is used with this crystal could be called biofeedback. If you use biofeedback and you're using it on a computer, what does a computer have? Crystals. So you can use your own hand. I don't have any crystals right now, but that's okay. Well, as we do this series of uh, women healing, we'll really get into it. Um, you can use the crystals as well as laying on hands or Reiki or Prana. These are different energy sources that are channeled through you that you can do that they call laying on hands. Um, the body and the spirit connects with the goddess as you're doing this work. And what it does is a visualization of whatever's going on in the body, like visualizing, seeing it as you're doing the healing and seeing it resolved. Now, if it's a body part that's hurt, that's inflammation, seeing that swelling, seeing that sickness, seeing that mucus, seeing whatever it is that body is hurt from trauma, drama, whatever it is, releasing it, but sending that energy to there and maybe placing a crystal on it or just putting your hand on it. So that actually works. Um, now let's talk about male medicine and why it's different than the energy of when we heal, we heal a whole. And I'm going to break that down. Now, when men heal or the male energy fragment, when they look at a woman's body or being, they look at it separate. They separate what they see. Like, they don't see it as a whole. They see the physical self. And you got a doctor that is a chiropractor. You got a 
doctor that is a um, a heart doctor. You got a doctor that is a lung doctor. You got another doctor that is for your ovaries. You got another doctor for your uterus. You got another doctor for your toes and your feet and all of that. Like it's just naming all these things. They're all separate, but they're not looking at it in a whole function of how the body is treated. Now, a woman, a whole woman, the energy in the body must be treated wholly. It must come together. It must unify. And the power system devised is non-physical. The non-scientifically measurable, the psychic, the irrational, as denies the female and her connection to these things. It refuses to acknowledge or derive from understanding that there's more to the body than we think, that it's, you know, it has other parts that cause ailments. If you remember, Louise Hayes said, you can heal your body. And if you have the book, you'll be able to see that you're connected to different things and emotions. Your sickness comes from an emotion or something that is underlined in your conscious mind, subconscious mind that you bring to the surface that brings ailment or a pattern of something that you, a belief system. And we don't talk about that. Um, the physical body is accepted as fact. And the reason why is a certain beliefs or dogmas have made it believe this is what it is. A uh, physical body is just physical. There has nothing to do with it consciously, your mind. That's why they believe, okay, when you're dead, you, you know, that body is dead. This limb is dead. It's done. That is no way to come back. But uh, if you ever notice that they, the people that have, and amputees talk about uh, their limbs actually feeling like they reach in their hand or they feel like their foot is still there and they'll get... They call them phantom pains because the that part of their body is no longer there. They amputated. So that's if they were born with that thing and they got it amputated. So that would make for me make me think, okay, well, if my mind is able to do that, why can't I use my mind, my conscious mind, and work on healing the body and bringing it back? into function like I want it, like what I see or what I create without separating and understand all these things cause a lot of um, issues, if you will. Um, now, when a doctor finds out you have, you have a back pain, you have back pain, and they give you oxycodone, they give you... Um, Tramadol, they give you um, give me one thing. oxycodone, oxycodine, um, all these different pain meds. We'll just go with that. All these different pain meds. Um, I've gotten out of it, just can't, my mind just can't function like that anymore. They give you all these things, but in the interim, they have not found the cause. Why are you having these symptoms? Why are you in pain? What is it from? 
Um, not only is it from trauma, why did it just come out of nowhere? What happened up to leading to that? That is treating the body, the whole body, finding out the cause, like why this is happening. What doctors are taught is to treat the symptoms, symptomatics. So you're having pain. Okay. I just said, mom, so you're having pain. So what it is, so they prescribe you this stuff and then you're taking it and then it might work. And then you might need a higher dose because the pain has gotten so bad, but cause you never figured out where the pain was coming from and why it's coming. So you're putting a bandaid. So they're giving the, the women these medications and then they're on it so much that they become addicted to it. So now they have addiction to these pain medications that their body also has a reaction. So you have this pain medication. It might mess with your liver. It might mess with your kidney. It might um, throw your blood pressure up. It might, uh, you know, call incontinence. Or it might upset your stomach. So now you got to take a pill for your upset stomach for the pain that you're in. Or you got to take blood pressure medicine because you're taking this. And it's like, so you see they're treating symptoms and with these different medications you're using, they have side effects. So I'm not saying don't. This is, you know, just saying, look at it and see if you can find a doctor can find the symptoms, the symptoms and actually what is the root cause. When we find the root cause for our medication of needing medication, then we got something. Find the root cause. When you find the root cause, then you know the strategy of treatment, um, how to go about it. So it doesn't reoccur because sometimes you can treat one thing and you think you got it cured and then it goes, then something pops up because first of all, you didn't treat the first the thing, the right thing the first time because you don't know what the root cause of it. You know what I mean? So for me, finding out the root of the ailment of your body is very important and we don't think like that. So I'm not saying don't take medication. I'm saying it, it has its drawbacks as a woman. So for me, I would want to know why why that particular foot is hurting, if it's swelling, if it's gout, did I eat too much? Like what is going on with my body that is making my body react in a different way? Just saying. So that's something to think about, you know? So when you're saying like, look, why they're doing this, why they're thinking, uh, and I already told you, a woman's, energy aura is an electrical force field and i've always told you that we are electricity we're like water we flow we have different voltage for different things we do different readings so just thinking about that um women that are healing are naturally psych doing psychic healing as well as physical healing of the body and then when two or more or three get together, they're sending out such an energy for us to connect. That is why a lot of times prayers do work because it's energy that you're sending out. And when you come as a collective, it actually sends and helps the body. Not saying it don't help on your own. The visualization, it does help as well. 
So I want you to really, you know, think about that as healing. Um, you can do it visually. You can do it physically and mentally. So the physics are now supporting the science. That's what's going on. Um, what is a gentleman's name? Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza was talking about your mind can heal. So you got Louise Hayes House that's been out since the 70s and pushing out. And before her, there was Florence Ship Shrouder. Shrouder. Florence Shrouder. She wrote this book all the way back in 19, I think 1942. And then Louise Hayes House came out and basically took that information and reprinted it, but she put affirmations to it, um, her different affirmations and stuff like that, but basically the same principle. And that's what he like. You know, I like that you can heal yourself. I, you know, if you don't have that book. I suggest you get it. It's something worth having and seeing. So that is all I'm going to share with you on my series of women and healers. So I hope you will stay tuned. You like what I said and it brought some enlightenment, but we will have a segment of this being part of uh, 96B4U information, and we'll give you more books to read and share, because we're going to talk about crystals, we're going to talk about my books, and how I got to be where I am, that I know that what you have can help you as well. I am saying I am Dr. D from 96B4U Media.